0: What's going on everybody and welcome to another episode of Athletes Lounge today. And today I got another special guest with me. I got my man, Perry. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, man.
1: Uh, I'm Perry Blay. I play outside back for Liberty Men's Soccer and just want to say appreciate you for having me out here.
0: Yeah, I appreciate Brody coming on here just to sharing his story and how he got to Liberty and everything like that. Um, but we're going to get straight into it. But before we get into like the real, real type of questions, we're going to get to know Perry just a little bit more. So we're going to hit him with a little just rapper Fire questions, this and that, just to get to know them a little bit more. Sounds smooth, bro? Yeah, that's cool. All right, for sure. So the first question is pancakes or waffles?
1: I would definitely say waffles.
0: Waffles, okay, for sure. And then your favorite soccer team?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Man City.
0: Okay, that's a good team. See, I'm a Man City fan, too, so that's smooth. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, your favorite shoe? Mm, um, I would say um,
1: New Balances, the Seesaw Pack. Just got those. Oh, for those real? Nice. Yeah. Okay, that's what's
0: up. And then... Lastly, if you didn't play soccer, what sport would you play professionally?
1: Uh see, I grew up playing soccer my whole life, didn't really play any other competitive sports. But if I had to choose one and like excel in that, I would definitely say football.
0: What position? Mm, uh
1: running back. Yeah, running back. I was yeah. gonna say he seem, like
0: quick and shifty bro, <laughs> bro, so that'd be smooth. But just yeah. a little bit about that. But yeah, bro, let's just get straight into it. So let's just start from the uh the jump, bro. Like how did you first start playing soccer? Um. What did that look for you like? Like, obviously, you said you always played soccer at a young age. Like, yeah. talk about like how you pursued that and how that was for you.
1: Okay. Um. So I'm the first child, and as soon as I could walk, like I just been kicking a ball around the house and mm-hmm. you know falling in love with the game just uh, through my dad. Mm-hmm. So uh, as soon as I could get put into like rec league, I started playing there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and everything went smooth. I just started excelling, you know, playing for good teams, playing always playing for the top team in my age group. Mm-hmm and yeah that's kind of way it started for me
0: yeah that's what's up okay for sure so let's transition to like you know rec league and then you start playing like for schools and you were in a couple you were in academies and preps and stuff like that right yeah 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 so talk about that experience talk about like how that was because i know i talked to owen and he was in a couple like preps and academies and it was a it was a process for him to talk about like how that was for you
1: oh yeah that's what's up um so uh I reached the age where I started doing ODP, which stands for Olympic Development Program. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a lot of scouts and, like, a lot of people watching that. And Minnesota United just started uh, their academy group, so they scouted a lot of people from the ODP level. And we did tryouts, and I made the group, like, Mm -hmm. the first year they started. I played with that team for about, like, three years, and then um, I think COVID happened, yeah. COVID happened, the academy, like, disbanded, and... Um, i didn't really have a team but luckily uh we did a showcase before and Mm -hmm. i was scouted by a team named rsl so i went to utah uh played for real salt lake academy for a year Mm -hmm. um until minnesota united started running back up again but uh my experience at real salt lake was really nice it's uh basically like a boarding school Mm -hmm. through an academy i think they're one of the few um mls teams to do that i'm pretty sure philly does that as well yeah Um, yeah some other mls teams but that was a great experience, you know, balancing school and soccer and schedule was just like perfectly in tune. Made a lot of great relationships out there. Mm-hmm. It was just a overall well experience.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. I like that, bro. Um, so obviously, there was a lot of scouts there, right, and a lot of people looking at you. So talk about like that recruitment process, like playing to where, like picking up where to play college ball at, right? Like was yeah. Liberty your first choice? Like I know everybody's recruitment choice and process is different. So like, just walk me through like how that looked like for you.
1: Okay, so um honestly, uh being with an academy and like then that whole environment, your main goal is not really to like be looking to go to school. everyone's trying so. to like uh reach that professional level and mm-hmm. you know make bread right like it's just like a dream come true for you to be an academy and go professional mm-hmm. but um eventually, I got to the point where I realized that um that dream was starting to slowly fade for me, and um the next step would have uh, been Division One soccer. So mm-hmm. I was getting a lot of recruiting from schools, such as, like, uh, Oregon State, Portland, mm-hmm. GCU. Got some school in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, all over the place. And at that time, Liberty wasn't in the picture. Mm-hmm. This was around my junior year. Then senior year came, and um, I wasn't really, like, pursuing those schools because, you know, my next— I still had, like, professional in the back of my mind, and that's what I'm trying to pursue. But— mm-hmm. uh, When it came to that time where, like, I started to realize that I wasn't going to, like, reach that level, Mm -hmm. um, I started reaching out to schools and trying to get, like, information on, like, how I can join them and what's the next steps in the process. Mm -hmm. And um, schools kind of, like, had already picked for my age group, so I was kind of a little behind in that process. Yeah. But uh, I reached out to one of my teammates who's still at Liberty. Mm -hmm. His name is Gora Gora and um he actually put me on with liberty so how that went was he sent my information to the coaches and around this time i wasn't in the i was still in the academy but mm-hmm. i was also playing for the second team yeah so um they like reached out to me wanted to see uh like one of my games and they like saw that i was still playing with second team and whatever so they were like really interested in me and viewed me like highly mm-hmm. so after watching some of my games, they decided to bring me out on a visit. And I came here, and it was one of the best experiences that I've ever uh, experienced. And I learned a lot about, like, team or Liberty's team and their culture. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to, like, commit, like, right away. So that's kind of how the recruiting process went for me. Yeah,
0: that's what's up. I just wanted to touch on something that you said, like— when you, because uh, the academy, right, is for just dudes to go pro and, like, get a bag, as you said. Like, yeah. I just wanted to ask you, like, when you kind of just knew, like, that was fading away, the next, like, thing was Division One soccer, like, how did you go through that? Because I know a lot of people, like, when they go through that type of process or anything like that, like, realizing, like, okay, like, I'm going to get there, but it's not going to be there right away. Like, talk about, like, for you, like, how did you process that and just focus on, like, okay, let me just go play ball somewhere for a school. Like, how was that for you? I feel like the process
1: wasn't um, that much of a big deal to me. It's Uh kind of like a a realization, like a realizing point. Mm -hmm. And once I came to that realization, I was like, all right, let me shift my focus. Let me shift my mindset to um, going through uh, a different route. Mm -hmm. Not saying professional is like completely out the picture. Like obviously I still want to go pro, Mm -hmm. but um, just had to like go through a different route. So once I realized that, I started putting um, more of my attention, more of my focus on trying to get Uh, to a school where i know i can excel Mm -hmm. and also like just grow mentally spiritually and uh just to help me get to the next level
0: yeah that's what's up for sure so like you get down here like first year you play ball with the guys like talk about the experience with that um just talk about how much fun that was and like how the culture is built and like how you really connect with those dudes just talk about that a little bit
1: yeah so um the unfortunate thing with that is i came to uh My or I came to Liberty for my freshman year in the fall injured, Mm -hmm. so my hamstring was uh strained and I couldn't play for the first two league games, yeah. And I missed a lot of preseason, yeah. And I thought, like, you know, I ruined my chances of being able to play and whatnot, Mm -hmm. and it was gonna like suck for the rest of my career at Liberty, but Mm -hmm. uh, those that was just completely the opposite of what happened. Mm -hmm. The guys were, like, supportive of my journey. Mm -hmm. Had a lot of um, staff helping me get through this recovery process and everything was great. Mm -hmm. So once I was starting to uh, finally, like, recover and start playing again, Mm -hmm. it just was, like, a really smooth transition. Yeah. Started playing. um, I played my first game. Uh, I did pretty well. I didn't start, but I came later in the second half. Mm -hmm. Then every game after that, it was just um, consistent starts and... um, my performances were like i would say they were pretty good and i was just enjoying myself and had a way better expectation of what um my fall freshman year would be mm-hmm. and it was just really great
0: yeah that's what's up i i think that's i think that's great like because going through an injury is tough right because you think yeah. that's just a major setback and i like how you said the guy's really there to support you and be there for you right and then now you're now you're back and now you're playing ball and like now you're you're with those group of guys, right? Right. Um, so, like, you played a you played a lot of games. Obviously, you came back from injury and stuff like that. Um, My question is, would say like, when if you have a bad performance, like when you have a bad performance, like how do you deal with that? Because I know different people deal with like you know a bad performance or a bad practice in different ways. Like, talk about for you, like how do you go through that and like how do you, you don't let that affect you for the next game or the next practice that you have?
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously, like, when anyone has a bad performance in anything they do, yeah, it, like, affects them greatly because they want to do well in what, whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, for me, how I deal with that is I just like to take time to myself, just relax, and sit in my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I, like, try to assess the situation on, like, what I did poorly and what I could have improved on and mm-hmm. just, like, take that time with being to myself mm-hmm. to, like, overcome that situation yeah then later on when I'm feeling like comfortable with myself and I like have moved on from the past I like to spend time in the present moment with like family and friends Mm -hmm. just like chilling having fun enjoying the present time with them because I think that really helps to move on to the next situation Mm -hmm. and I'm always thinking to myself what's next I heard that phrase a lot um freshman year Mm -hmm. uh through the coaches and it just like has helped me a lot So I like to always have that phrase in the back of my mind, just saying what's next, moving on to the next thing.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like how, you know, using, like, family and friends, I feel like that's very underrated, and I'm not going to lie. Like, a lot of people use different ways to cope with different, you know, performances and stuff like that, and I like how, like, you used family. And I know how you, you had mentioned earlier about, like, coming to a place that would, you know, enhance, like, your spiritual and, like, mental, so just talk about, like, the lord and like soccer and just talk about like how the lord has been working through you through the sport and like how and important it is to lean on the lord just talk about that a little bit
1: right so um like when it comes to sports i like have played soccer my whole life mm-hmm. and i feel like my identity is like wrapped around that yeah so like coming to a, coming to a christian school like this and getting to learn the lord more mm-hmm. and like getting into the word mm-hmm. i have realized that um soccer isn't everything yeah we have like a greater purpose out there and I can, like, learn to move on from situations and mistakes Mm -hmm. by just, like, believing in the Lord. Mm -hmm. He is just, like, everything. We praise him, and he honestly just, like, helps us guide through life. So I just—I look at it that way, and it just helps out with everything.
0: Yeah, that's what's up, man. I I love how a lot of people come on here, and they kind of have this realization, like, their sport, especially when they're really good at it, right, or when they're really connected to a sport, which is no problem— Right. They realize, like, man, like, at some point, I'm making this thing my whole personality, my whole identity. Like, people just know me as soccer, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I want people to just know me as, you know, just just regular Perry. Like, yes, I play soccer, but there's out- things outside of soccer, you know, that I'm accompanied with or that I put myself with, right? right. So I just love how you said that. Um, and so, lastly, we'll go to the last question, just like, just like for anybody listening out there, not even just soccer people, just just regular piece of advice that stuck with you. You know, throughout your whole time, from from a young age to the academy to here and now, that really just helped you continue to keep going, not only in the, like, your soccer journey, but your life and your career and your ch- your relationship with the Lord. Like, what's one thing that really stuck with you?
1: Honestly, it was just a recent Bible quote. Yeah, uh, uh, Colossians three twenty three, and it states, "Whatever you do, do it uh, with your with all your heart, mm-hmm. as you would be serving for the Lord." And to me, what that uh, basically means is that like. Whatever you're doing, whatever situation you're in, whether you'd be, like, a professional soccer player or even someone who doesn't have a lot or doesn't have a job, you know? Like, whatever you're doing, just serve for the Lord. Like, if you have a bad situation, just know that, like, do what, do the best you can do. Mm-hmm. And know that you're doing it from your heart to serve the Lord because there is a greater power out there, and the Lord is just watching over us, and we just need to understand that... This life that we're living is is all through him, and he's just the greatest. So I, like, look at that Bible quote, and it just helps me out with every situation that I'm in. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. Hey, great words. Like I said, man, I appreciate you for coming on here, sharing your whole story and the spill, bro. And I just appreciate everybody for listening, and I'll catch you all next time.
1: All right, sounds good. Thank you.